0: welcome to the latest episode of the liberty blues podcast i'm Sean osborne i'm john phillips and uh steve's here he's got a barking dog issue right now so he'll be back and we're here with uh morgan rigg who's running for vice chair of the indiana libertarian party how's it going morgan
1: doing well thanks thanks for having me
0: yeah so you want would you like to tell everybody about how uh uh be a libertarian
1: well, I uh, it, I uh, joined the party officially in uh, December of 2012. Um, I had I was raised in a family of uh, Reagan conservatives, so I would say I've I would say for as long as I can remember, I think there's always been a bit of a libertarian streak in me. Um, mm-hmm. It really wasn't until um, I want to say it really wasn't until after the Tea Party uh, the Tea Parties began in 2009. That I began to notice and began to hear more of libertarians, and the more I would listen, the more I found that libertarians were the same voices, and the more I became familiar with libertarianism, uh, the more I, the more I started to realize that that was really the direction I was I was leaning towards and um, as far as joining the libertarian party, I mean I, um, it, it really wasn't until around the time of the 2012 elections that I began to see. That the Republican Party was not really the party for you know for individual liberty as I used to think it was. It was no longer mm-hmm. the party for limited government as I used to think it was. And so I came to that to, I came to that point where I decided it was time for me to cross the Rubicon, so to speak. And several weeks after the twenty twelve elections, I uh, signed up and joined the Libertarian Party.
0: Excellent. How about when when did you actually start getting active in the party and decide that, that do you have the- How do you say it? Do you have any other positions in the Libertarian Party or is vice chair the first thing you've run for? Or like, how did you get actually involved? Uh, I uh, I
1: became I I became active, I would say, when I first served as a delegate at the State Libertarian Convention in 2015. Um, Mm. It was held that year at the campus of Purdue University in West Lafayette. Um, And then. Pretty much with the exception of 2017, I've been a delegate to the state convention every year since. This year will mark my sixth year, in fact, as a delegate. That's my plan. And Mm -hmm. I've also served twice as a a delegate to the national convention in 2018 and then again last year in 2020. Um, And I've been active in uh, multiple campaigns uh, as a volunteer, uh, including a congressional campaign, there was, uh, uh, last year, I also helped out a little bit with uh, Don Rainwater when he ran for governor here in Indiana. Mm. And, uh, throughout 2019, I was also, uh, uh, I was also part of the social media team for the rough Phillips presidential campaign.
0: Oh, okay. And,
1: so, yeah. And I was also, uh, I was, I also helped out with a little bit with, um, uh, Mark Rutherford when he was running for secretary of state here in Indiana, which is important for us because that's where, that's where ballot access, uh, that that's where our ballot access depends that that election mm-hmm. um and then of course last year i was a candidate myself for a state legislative seat got less than four percent of the vote so yeah um but well, as far as but as far as running for vice chair i mean i reached a, i i had come to the point i think about 10 months ago when i decided that i wanted to be more active than i had been up to that point point. and so the decision initially i had briefly contemplated running for a position on the LNC because this was just before the, I think it was just before the presidential nominating uh, convention that we had in May. <laughs> um, and then it was a few days after that, that somebody, uh, you know, somebody suggested to me the idea of running for vice chair in the, of the LPIN. So that's, and that's where I am now.
0: Who are you running against?
1: Uh, right now my opponent is Lucy Brenton. She was our nominee for the Senate uh, in 2016 and 2018. Um, just a, just a a wonderful person. Um, I've met her many times. Uh, uh, She, if you, if you followed uh, our Senate races in the last, in 2016, 2018, uh, the odds are, you'll know who I'm talking about. And she, 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 she was fantastic, especially on the debate stage. I mean, the Republicans and Democrats tried tearing at each other's throats and she was there (laughs) to say, Hey, look, you know, I'm, you know, here's the real alternative right here. And she was, you know, she was just, just a great candidate. Um, Just a, just a, I'll repeat. I mean, just a wonderful person. Um, and if she were elected, I mean, she would make a, a great vice chair.
0: Mm-hmm. Who's the chair right now?
1: Uh, the chair right now is uh, Tim McGuire. Uh, he is, I think, he is coming to. Let me see. I think, he, yeah, he's he is coming to the end of his second term as a chair of the LPIN. We have um, uh, the the officers in the LPIN are elected to two-year terms, and he's coming to the <laughs> end of the second term. Uh, he's he had already announced he was not he's not going to be running for reelection, and we have uh, Evan McMahon, who has been active in the party, especially in Indiana for a long, long time. Um, he's running for chair, um, and uh, uh, both Lucy and I uh, are both Lucy and I have endorsed his bid uh, to be chair. And he's already got he's already got a lot of things that he has planned, uh, a lot of things he wants to see happen with the LPIN. And those of us who are active uh, in the party uh, at the state level are are very supportive of that
0: yeah we we have him booked for the podcast as well i look forward to talking to him as well mm-hmm. yeah um what kind of uh what kind of issues like are you uh using as like kind of talking points right now like I, I heard something about the uh indiana assembly uh is is uh voting to raise taxes in indiana or something like that uh i
1: actually actually it is indeed um as far as like um as far as far as running for a uh, position in the in the l p i n uh it isn't really so much the issues that are that we're facing in indiana with the um general assembly that really factor in it's really a question of uh um just what it, it really it really depends on just whether you can work with other members in the party uh with our with our executive committee we we call it our state central committee uh it's about whether it's about whether or not to um uh you uh can run a meeting or know, uh, or can, uh, can work well with, with other members in the party. Uh, uh I think also, uh, I think as far as the position of vice chair, it's about, uh, being available, uh, to, to, uh, fill in for the chair if necessary, including, uh, running meetings. Uh, it also, as I see it with, with, uh, with, with the party statewide, it's also about making sure we, we, uh, are able to, uh, we, we're able to run candidates for elected office. We uh, stay close with, uh, and we keep in uh, uh, close contact with uh, the local parties. Uh, those, those are the, those are the, I think, the primary issues that drive uh, any competitive election within the party. But it's, but it isn't necessarily, I think, about the issues that fe- that we're facing um, uh, in the general assembly. Can
2: I ask a question on that. Um, okay, go ahead. Is part of what you're doing. Um, trying to allocate resources or figure out, you know, how to best use the party to get the, the message out there. That is, which, how to use those resources, which candidates to back or which office and that sort of thing.
1: Uh, I think that is partly that is partly that. Yes. Um, uh, it's about, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, uh, it's also, I think, partly about just uh, um, uh, how, how to, how to raise, how to, uh, uh, obtain resources, how to raise money, uh, to help out campaigns. It's also about finding people who want to run because we still have, like I, like I would assume with so many of the state libertarian parties throughout the country, we still have a problem with trying to find, we have so many offices, uh, and yet not enough candidates. Uh, so we're always on the lookout for some good candidates. Um, those, those, that would be, those are some of the factors I would say as far as, uh, uh, running for chair vice chair et cetera, et cetera.
0: what county are you in
1: i'm in DeKalb county it's in the northeastern part of the state if you know where uh, fort Wayne's at it's directly yeah. we're directly north of there
0: all right is that where is that where john phillips is at too not our john phillips here the john phillips jr uh no no so john, i heard he's running for an office right now too
1: yes john john's running first john's running for a seat i believe in the city council in decatur illinois so he's oh illinois I, yeah, oh. yeah I, I yeah oh yeah i i think he's about i want to say he's a good four or five hour drive from where i am oh, okay so for some yeah. reason i was thinking he was he was living on the indiana side hey I, I i wish i mean he, he <laughs> DLPIN, but, yeah, you know, yeah, he's good blessing for the LPIN, but yeah he's in illinois yeah all right
0: well let's take a little break right here for a second and then we'll come right back listening to the liberty blues network make sure and check out all three podcasts on our network we have the liberty blues a progressive and a libertarian Walk to a bar and libertarian los angeles let us know what you think of the podcast and rate review follow or whatever you can wherever you listen thanks now back to the show All right. So welcome back. So what kind of things are you doing? Like when you talk to the different, like is Indiana set up the same, like where every county has their own affiliate uh, 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 or or county party? uh,
1: I do know that in Indiana, not all, we we have about 92 counties and all, not all of them have, uh, have a County Libertarian party in them. Uh Uh, So, and that, and that's something which, um, uh, we've been working on. I know Evan in, in particular has been, uh, the last, uh, several weeks. In fact, he has really been making an effort on, um, on, uh, getting, uh, on getting more of our counties, uh, affiliated. Um, uh-huh. it, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, um, c- considering how well, uh, uh, we did with the governor's race, uh, Don, with Don Rainwater, uh, getting nearly 350,000 votes. Which if, I'm not, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the, is the best that any libertarian candidate has ever done for any office mm-hmm. in the state's history. Um, there, there's a real opportunity to try to expand our message and a real opportunity to try to get more people involved in the party. And so far, Evans has been making some real progress there. Uh, there have already been, uh, I think, just less than 20 new county parties that have just now been formally uh, have been formally affiliated. What, what are some of the
0: counties that still don't have them? If you, if you know any right off hand,
1: oh, maybe get some
0: people to get active active over there.
1: Well, in, in my area, I believe LaGrange County is uh, one. Um, I don't think Stuben, that's the County that's directly North of us. Uh, Stuben doesn't have one. Uh, my County DeKalb doesn't, but I should note that I've, I'm already, uh, I've already uh, taken the initiative on that. Um, and uh-huh. I've, I was just, I was just uh uh, during our last meeting of the SEC, I was actually made what they call temp chair, and so now I get a chance to try to um, try and get a, an organizing convention set up so we could have DeKalb County uh, uh, formally affiliated.
0: Well, how do you get? How
1: does somebody go about like if they're in a county
0: that isn't affiliated? How would they go about getting their county affiliated?
1: Uh, you would have to get in touch, I believe, with the Libertarian Party of Indiana, uh, letting them know that you are interested. Uh, it does require the uh, the official approval of the state Central Committee, the SEC, uh, uh-huh. to be made uh, what I described as a temp chair. And you do have a, a certain amount of time to try to get to try to put together an organizing convention. Mm-hmm. And then once you have the organizing convention, you then um, have to adopt uh, uh, bylaws. Uh, you have to accept the bylaws of the LPIN and you have to uh, agree to formally, Affiliate with the LPIN, and then the final, I believe, the the last thing that needs to be done is at, at another meeting of the SCC, they have to formally accept um, the county, the the formal the uh, the county's request to become <laughs> affiliated, and then that's that completes the process.
0: What are some really popular counties for libertarians over there right now?
1: Hmm. Well, I think <laughs> as far as uh, As far as membership goes, I mean, uh, Marion County for a long time, that's Indianapolis for a long time, has had a has had a a strong uh, local libertarian party. Morgan County, just south of Indy, uh, is has really been growing in the last several years. I mean, they they started out with just two members. There's there's now, you know, just many more uh, and they are active. They are running. They're running uh, in local elections. They're uh, they're annoying. incumbents uh in uh, <laughs> in local government and they are they are there i mean and they uh they continue to grow and they are uh, just a they they are to me i think one of the strongest um uh morgan county has become one of the strongest local uh libertarian parties in the state
0: nice it, hey it,
1: uh, mr Brink, can you tell mm-hmm. me if um
2: if the libertarian party has ran a a party candidate for a local prosecutor position?
1: Uh, I really don't know for sure if they have. I would assume they have. I mean, uh, the, the the LPIN has been around for, uh, I think, close to 40 years. And so I think there's, and, and so I'm pretty sure that they, at some point in, the, in that 40-year period, that there have been libertarian candidates who have run for just about all the offices at some point.
2: The, the reason that I'm asking is because You know, you you mentioned Rainwater earlier, who who ran a great campaign, uh, broke records, you know, for the party in terms of turnout and votes. And what I learned in law school was that the most powerful position in Indiana, politically speaking, um, is the prosecutor in Marion County, because the prosecutor in Marion County has the ability to to indict people and they have the, the ability to investigate where the government is set, and since uh, the government is set in Indianapolis, a Marion County prosecutor position would have the ability, you know, to to subpoena records from both Republicans and Democrats, ferret out some corruptions in that, and bring indictments against those political parties um, to sort of ferret out some of the corruption, particularly when it relates to, you know, them Intentionally, and I think they, they intentionally try to keep libertarians off the ballot. And if they're oh, claiming yeah. that, that's something that could be uh, investigated. So, and you also mentioned Marion County as being a strong county for libertarians. So, uh, I guess my question is: I don't you think it'd be a good idea to put some resources in Marion County to try to get a a Marion County prosecutor from the Libertarian Party
1: elected? Uh, i think I think uh, I certainly am open to any idea as to just where we could put uh, candidates running for uh, whatever offices that would uh, that that would uh, that would help us uh, if we could find if we could find a candidate in Indianapolis that would want to run for county prosecutor. I see no reason why uh, we would not back that candidate. I mean, it, it obviously would depend on just uh, the person that would be running because it does have to be said i mean unfortunately in the libertarian party we have attracted a few uh a few uh characters who i suppose would be considered <laughs> undesirable you know maybe net jobs or um you know that that kind I, I don't mean uh well that that's that's pretty much what i mean i mean there's that there are there, there have been a few uh everybody's got nice, their way, wacko they, well well to put it nicely there have been a few uh shall we say interesting characters that have that have come and gone over the years, so you know, <laughs> yeah, one, yeah. Obviously, we do have to be careful about that. But if we can find uh, candidates uh, who want to run for positions like, as you said, for Marion County Prosecutor, I mean, yes, I, you know, and and I don't see any reason why we wouldn't try to help help them if we can. I mean, that's that is, you know, that is a part of, as I see, a part of the job, part of what we sh- we are about in, in the LPIN is to try to help get libertarian candidates elected. Um, and, but that, but that, I, I have to say that is also hypothetical. I mean, I don't know what's going on right now when it comes to, uh, the prosecuting, the prosecutor's office, or if there's any, uh, candidate right now in Marion County, uh, uh, seeking that position. Uh, I, I do live about 150 miles away, so I'm not that well-versed in what's going on in Indy, so.
0: Yeah, that would be great if you, if they, if they could do something like that, that'd be sweet. Well, yeah, yeah finding candidate, finding finding people to get active. That's that's the that's the hardest thing is getting people motivated. You know, just to get to get involved, and it's another thing to get them to actually run for office. That's a whole other step.
1: Yeah, and that's and that that's what we're working on. Uh, you know, again, going back to the rainwater campaign, that really did inspire a lot of people to want to get uh, involved in the party. And considering how well he did throughout the state, I mean, there were a considerable number of counties. Where he actually finished in second, ahead yeah, of the Democratic sweet. candidate. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a lot of people that were willing to vote for Rainwater, so there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of potential there to uh, to uh, to grow the party in the state, especially at the local level. So, mm-hmm. so
0: when's the, when's the Indiana State Convention? When you're uh, when the it, vote's going to happen?
1: Uh, it the convention itself will be in uh, is supposed to be in Fishers uh, from May the 26th, to the 28th, uh, the the I believe the election for the uh, the party officers will be on the 27th. It'll be the the Saturday before Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's when it'll be. So in about a little over a month from now, is when we have our elections.
0: Did you have any uh, websites or anything like that that you wanted to give out to before I forget? Uh,
1: the only thing I've got is uh, I, I do have a political page um, uh, on Facebook. Uh, Morgan Rig Libertarian, um, that's just facebook.com forward slash uh, Rig for Liberty, R-I-G-G, and then the word for, F-O-R, uh, Liberty. And then I do have a, a Facebook group page, um, uh, uh, I believe it's Morgan Rig for LPI Vice Chair, so I don't offhand have uh, the link for, um, or at least I, I don't offhand remember the link, uh, the, the web address for that, But it's but it's also on Facebook. It shouldn't be hard to find, it's a public group. So. Yeah, yeah. So, is there any other any other topics you want to
0: talk about? Like, uh, for uh, in, for to maybe get some people who are listening to to join the LP Indiana. Got a good pitch. Uh, I, for would,
1: I, I would say, if anyone's listening, um, I would hope you uh, head over to lpin dot org uh, and you know see what we have to offer. I mean, um, we are uh, you know we we are uh, we are very much the party of uh, individual liberty. We are very much the party of limited government. I mean, the Republicans here in Indiana especially have demonstrated far too often that they're willing to govern like Democrats. And, uh, well, the Democrats are, well, that goes without saying. Uh, And, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we just, we, we are about um, wanting to, we are about wanting to see a world set free in our lifetimes. And that especially is the case in Indiana. We want to see Indiana, uh, set free in our lifetimes as well. So,
0: yeah.
1: so, so, so anyone who's listening, I hope you will head over to LPN, LPN.org. Um, you know, the odds are pretty good. In fact, they probably might even be, uh, they, there might even be, uh, a County party already having been formed or having already been affiliated and they can go and find out about, about those and they can become more active at the County level as well. So. Yeah. Can you, can you
0: join county parties there too? Is it like California? We have the county state and then you can join the national party. So you have three, you can actually join. Is it the same over there?
1: Uh, I believe it is. Yes. Yeah. Is
0: there any other questions you had, John? I don't think so. I wish you luck, Mr. Rigg. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So any, any, uh, time you'd like to come back on the podcast, like, as it gets a little closer to the, to the election, If you want to hit me up, uh, or not election or or the vote. Uh, if you would like to, uh, hit us up and come back on, that'd be great. Uh, keep us updated on what's going on with the libertarian party in Indiana and, uh, you know, help spread the word, you know, of Liberty. Hey, how, how, how close do you think Indiana is to legalization
1: of uh, marijuana? Uh, nowhere, nowhere near as close as I would like. Uh, we, we, we are unfortunately, uh, one of, my, my. This is my own personal opinion. I, I fear we are one of the more puritanical states in the country when it comes to uh, uh, all things cannabis.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get some libertarians elected and uh, yes. put a big swing in that momentum. Amen so, to
1: that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. And good luck. Okay. Yeah, thank you.
1: Thanks for having. Me.